Coast Church, Charlotte. Appreciate the spirit of celebration that's in this place. All of those that are participants in the service have done such a fine job to set the stage for what God wants to do. If you would, I'd like us to stand. And I want to say to somebody who is experiencing an intense amount of pressure, that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The enemy's tried to press you down, but the Holy Ghost is gonna set you free. I would like to read from Ezekiel chapter number 28. 11 through 15. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, Thou sealest up the sum. I want you to pay attention to that phrase. Full of wisdom and perfect in beauty, Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering, the sardis, topaz, diamond, the beryl, the onyx, and the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, and the carbuncle and gold. The workmanship of thy tabrets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou was created. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and I have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou wast perfect in thy ways from the day that thou wast created till iniquity was found in thee. And then in Isaiah chapter 14, again, Speaking of Lucifer, thy pomp is brought down to the grave, the noise of thy vials. Notice uh, the word vials. The worm is spread under thee, and the worms cover thee. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? I want to preach to you from the subject, the devil is a loser. And I want us to pray God's anointing upon his word. In the name of Jesus, your power and spirit, <clears throat> prepare us for the moment where we gather under the influence of your word. Release, O oh God, your mighty anointing upon the people. Work wonders in our midst in the lovely name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said amen. Smile at somebody. Maybe they'll smile back and you may be seated.
to seal the sum is an old archaic phrase that for the lack of a better word very similar to the book that went by the title The Sum of All Fears and when you are giving the sum of all fear of course captured in that kind of a phrase every conceivable possible terror is conjured up and perhaps presented to the audience, to the reader. Well, to seal the sum uh, of perfection is basically the same idea. You see, Lucifer was the most perfect created being. A matter of fact, the Lord's own testimony was you were perfect in all your ways. That you sealed up the sum of perfection. So Lucifer was the sum of all that is perfect. That for a created being, he was the paragon of perfection. And maybe we have some perfectionist, perfectionists in the uh, service today. If you are, I appreciate the fact that you hold yourself perhaps to a very high degree of conscientiousness, accuracy, and everything that you do. But please remember, you weren't designed to be perfect. Uh, God tried perfect once, and it didn't work out very well. Because the most perfect created being, in the course of time, iniquity was found in him. And of course, <clears throat> I like to say that there are gremlins on both sides of the spectrum. Satan ran in to uh, something called pride. And through the exaltation of his perfections, he got the high idea that he could be higher than his creator. And of course, that precipitated his fall. And how art thou fallen? Lucifer. Jesus said it this way, I beheld Satan as lightning fall. Uh, and so uh, perfect doesn't work. God, you know, this might sound crazy um, to us sometimes, and it's not a cop-out nor an excuse, but God gets more joy out of redemption than he ever got out of Satan's perfection. See, I'm a grandpa. And there's something about grandbabies. Every time they do something they never did before, it's a big deal. So we had, the family went out together and we were eating and, you know, we've been, he's old enough to eat now, some off the plate, smash it up, give it to him. So I was trying to feed him something. He was sitting in my lap. And uh, he goes like this. And I piped up. I said, did you, did you just shake your head? Hey, everybody. <clears throat> Baby just shook his head. He did? Let me tell you something about you and I in the presence of God. 
What seems to you to be stumbling, bumbling, failure, coupled with defeat, piled on top of disappointment, you look in the mirror, you listen to the accuser and he tells you how worthless and how useless you are to God and to mankind and maybe even to your own loved ones. Can I tell you something? God derives tremendous joy, not necessarily out of you reaching the uh, goal, but, but in your striving, in your effort to become what God wants you to become. Just like a baby takes its first step, stumbles and falls, they don't get a boo, they get encouragement from the family. Can I tell you something? You're just that, I know it in my heart for you to be, you're just that precious in the sight of Almighty God. Don't quit trying to serve the Lord. Don't give up on yourself. Come on, keep on. Keeping on. And so, even though that the devil received a full measure of perfection, he would soon discover that just because you have it doesn't necessarily mean that he could get to keep it because he was about to lose some stuff. And I want to preach about how the devil is a loser because he's lost stuff. And there are things that the devil doesn't have anymore and there are things that the devil cannot do. And he wants some of us to think that he has it all and can do it all. Oh no, my friend. There is one mightier than the scheming ranks of the fallen hosts of hell. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places, casting down imaginations and every high thing. Somebody needs to recognize you've got the power to bring high things down. Well, in very much the same way that Lucifer is the uh, is the the sum of all perfection, Jesus on Calvary said it is finished. He didn't say I'm finished. Thank God he didn't say we're finished. He said it is finished. And what does that mean? That means on Calvary's cross, Jesus sealed the sum of the payment for the sins of humanity, past, present, and future. All sin was rolled upon him at that cross. Hebrews 10, 14 puts it this way. For by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. You got to see this. One offering himself in one place on Calvary at one time for all mankind and for all the ages. So Jesus sealed uh, the sum of the sacrifice that was demanded to set mankind uh, free from sin and from the shame and bondage of sin. So I wanna say it uh, maybe this way. 
Satan sealed the sum, right, of perfections in an upward direction. However high, high was among the other created beings. There are principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. Presumably this is a hierarchy. Well, Lucifer was the highest of the created beings. He sealed the sum of perfection in an upward direction. But by the same token, Jesus, who knew no sin, became sin. Philippians 2 puts it this way. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be made equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon himself the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men, and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, became obedient to death, even the death of the cross. Let me tell you, Jesus went as low as one could possibly go so that underneath your failure are the everlasting arms. Jesus became sin so that the adulterer can find freedom, forgiveness, and deliverance. So that the hooker can make their way to an old-fashioned altar and pray through and be set free from the powers of darkness and serve the living God. So the drug addict, the ex-con, the down and out, the up and out, it doesn't matter whatever kind of sin has ever visited the human race. Jesus became that. So you don't have to be that. Somebody needs to thank the Lord for Jesus' divine descent. He made himself sin for us. So then, because Lucifer was the paramount of perfection, there was no place for him to go but down. Jesus said, I beheld him fall like lightning. He went down. Everybody say down. He began in the Garden of Eden as a beautiful serpent perhaps standing upright. He ends up on the ground, eating dust, shows up in the book of Revelation as a big red dragon being literally beat down out of the sky and hurled to earth. I said ever since he fell, he's been going down, down, down. And ever since Jesus was planted down in the, in the grave and visited the spirits in prison and then came up again on the third day and then showed himself alive by many infallible proofs and then led them out as far as Bethany and blessed them and then disappeared into the clouds. He's been going up, up, up. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
And so you wonder how can the Lord, how can, look at, and like I said, somebody perhaps is under a lot of pressure. I want to take a minute to minister to you here through the word of God. How many is aware that if you leave our Earth's atmosphere and you take a trip into space and you are in orbit or on the moon or some other place that has no atmosphere, that there is no sound? That's right. If you were in a spacesuit doing a spacewalk and you whistled or you hollered or you carried a boombox up there, and you tried to play, there would be no sound. Because sound depends upon pressure. That's why some of you, maybe ex-military folk that has ever been on a submarine, know this, that the most important thing to happen when you're down in the sea is not, and the enemy is anywhere near, is to limit sound. The sound of the motors, even the sound of conversation. Because uh, sound, because the pressure down at depth is much greater and that sound travels much further. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, so I said that to say this. Uh, maybe you're not on a mountaintop this morning yet. Maybe you are in the valley of the shadow of death. Uh, but the pressure, the lower you go closest to sea level, the greater the pressure and the more powerful your voice can be heard. Can I tell you something? Those of you that are under pressure, don't you know God can hear you better when you are hurt? Cry out to God in the midst of your pain and he will hear you in your hurt. And so Satan was the covering angel. He was a cherub. He was not just a cherub. He was the chief among the cherubs. And then consequently beneath him, all the other hierarchy of created beings. He was over all the rest. He walked among the fiery stones. He was perfect in all of his ways. He bore the gemstones um, on his body that resembled very much the gemstones. Actually, they were identical to the gemstones that were on the breastplate of the high priest. Satan was, in fact, the high priest of heaven before he fell. He was the light bearer. He was the buffer between the glory of God and the rest of the angelic hierarchy. After he vacated his post, the glory of God is so intense that even angels have to shield their eyes as they do in Isaiah chapter 6. With two wings they flew, with two they covered their feet, with two they hid their eyes because of this great glory. And so he was perfect. I want to talk about this. Uh, I want to focus on his jewels and I want to focus on his instruments. In the book of Ezekiel, there's reference made to his pipes. 
These are wind instruments that are blown by the mouth, the woodwind instruments. And you know, the devil really is a bag of hot air. <laughs> I mean, I've never been slugged by the devil, not physically, but I've had him talk me out of a blessing a time or two. I've had him speak through the mouth of somebody I cared about and they kind of introduced a doubt into my world. Yeah. So he's just full of hot air. He talks, he accuses, he mocks, he belittles. Then there are timbrels. Notice timbrels is a symbol. It's a percussion instrument. Percussion instruments make sound when you smack them, when you beat them, like a drum, like a cymbal, like a cowbell, whatever. And boy, somebody's had a hurting put on you by the powers of darkness. And perhaps you've shed so many tears because of some of the floggings that the enemy has come against you with. But I'm fixing to show you how the devil is a loser. And he's a loser and you're more of a winner than you probably realize. But by the help and grace of God, we're going to get you there. Then there's the vials. The vials are the stringed instruments. Stringed instruments make their sound, uh, not by blowing, not by banging, but by plucking and by stretching. <laughs> and by stretching. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus was mocked on Calvary. Yes. He was bruised and stricken yes. for our iniquities. And he was stretched on Calvary's cross for the sins of mankind. Let me say that again. Jesus took a beating so you could keep on praising. Jesus was mocked so you don't have to be. Jesus was smitten so you don't have to be. Jesus was stretched so you don't have to be. Oh my God, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Somebody give the Lord a hand clap of praise for the work that was done on Calvary. Turn to somebody and say, I'm not the bag. I'm the boxer. We fight not against flesh and blood. Come on, somebody. I fight not as one that beats the air. I'm tired of being punched around, knocked around, and beat down. It's time somebody clench their fist and say, in the name of Jesus, Satan, your kingdom is coming down. The blood of Jesus Christ is against you. You're coming off of my rebellious children in the name of Jesus. You're getting out of my ear in the name of Jesus. You're taking the pressure off me that I have at work in the name of Jesus. You're going to quit accusing me of being a nothing and a nobody. I'm somebody because of God. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, so those of you that are instrument players or uh, orchestra members, you know this. Uh, the, uh, the enemy had three different types of instruments. He had a strings, he had woodwinds, and uh, he had percussion. But what he was missing was the fourth category of instrument, and that was the brass instrument. <laughs> Lucifer had everything but a horn. You want to know why the devil didn't have a trumpet? Because God claims the trumpet as his instrument of choice. For the trump of the Lord shall sound. And we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. Oh, hallelujah. I want you to know something. God gave you a trumpet this morning. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Sometimes you got to put your harp down and pick up a trumpet. The walls of Jericho are going to come down only one way. When they lift up the trumpet and shout. Somebody is one trumpet blast away from victory. You have tried to think your way out of it. You have tried to talk your way out of it. You have tried to feel sorry for yourself. Listen to the word of the Lord. Freedom is one shout away. Lift up your voice and play a note of victory. The shout will bring you out. The shout will set you free. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> Come on. The trumpet is the instrument they take out on the battlefield. Now look, I like praise songs, I like quiet songs, I do it all. But every once in a while, you need to pull the stops out and say, this is a job for a trumpet blast. <laughs> Brother Lee Stone King says it so famously, shout with a voice of triumph. <laughs> Don't wait till the battle is over. Shout now. So Lucifer was luminous, yes, but limited. He was one category short of a full orchestra. 
And not only that, but when we look at the gemstones on Lucifer's uh, breastplate, when he was in his, uh, as he is described here, he's three rocks short of a full load. <laughs> if you count the gemstones, you'll come up with nine. But in the Old Testament, when the outline for the high priest's attire, he had 12. Each gemstone represented one of the tribes of Israel. That's right. And so the devil's a loser. <laughs> he loses again. And so perhaps God confiscated, since Satan is responsible for diminishing the angelic count by one-third, when he fell, his tail, Revelation 12 said, took a third of the stars of heaven with him. Then the Lord decides, I'm going to take some from you. One time, me and my older brother got in a stuff-breaking fight. It wasn't a fist fight. He grabbed my fishing pole and snapped it right over his knee. I said, oh, yeah? I grabbed his monster model hot rod thing that he put together and smashed it on the floor. Said, how long did that go on? Not long. We didn't have a whole lot of stuff to get rid of. So the high priest had the same stones plus three. The Aaronic priesthood had four rows of three stones, so Lucifer's actually missing the third row. Now, those stones represented a tribe, and each tribe had a name, and each name meant something. Yes. And the devil doesn't have these three. Let me say it again. He don't want me to let you know this, but he doesn't have these three. The Amahest he didn't have, the Agate he didn't have, and the Ligur he didn't have. The Amahest stood for the tribe of Issachar. Issachar means burden bearer. The Agate stood for the tribe of Asher, which means fruitful vine. It has the connotation of reproduction. You know, some folk just have a lot of babies. They're just fruitful. God wants us to be fruitful. And then the Ligure is the tribe of Gad. And that means overcomer in the end. So, presumably, Lucifer had these, but he's a loser. This is why you don't want to serve the devil. Because he can't bear your burden. Now, there is a, there is a preponderance of Wicca, witch, demon worship that's being unleashed in America and around the Western world. People are pursuing spirituality without the Bible, without morality, without accountability. Dangerous game to play because the further one goes into the realm of witchcraft, 
the more the enemy burdens them with spirits. The devil cannot bear, he can give you a burden. He can load you down, but he cannot lift you up. I don't know about you, but I don't want to serve a God that can't lift me up. I don't want to serve a God that I got to lift up. I want to serve a God who can pick me up when trouble comes. If somebody is languishing under the weight of load of life and you need help, there is help in this house this morning. Jesus Christ said, take my yoke upon you. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Satan cannot reproduce without our help. Satan cannot get stronger unless we yield our vessels unto him. That's right. He cannot. He cannot reproduce. But you and I have been born again. Oh, hallelujah. And we can be fruitful. Some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. Hallelujah. And then the ligure, the last stone that he's missing, means overcomer in the end. Thank you, God. Hey, everybody, just in case you forgot, yes, the enemy can attack. Yes, the enemy can sometimes win a skirmish here and there, but he cannot win in the end. I believe the Bible, and the Bible says, in the end, there's an angel coming with a massive chain. Hallelujah. I said, really, the fight's already over. The Lord won. Victory is already yours. Don't wait till the battle's over. You can shout for the victory right now in Jesus' name. I want us to stand. I want us to lift our hands. I want us to proclaim victory in our lives. The devil, the devil's hit you. He's caused suffering and pain and hurt. Somebody has spent a night in weeping. But I want to assure you, the devil cannot win. If you don't surrender to him, he cannot win. Spirit of the Lord in this place, would you lift your hands? I feel a wave of victory wanting to come over people's lives. In the name of Jesus, mighty power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I want to say to you, I want to tell you, yes, the devil has knocked you down, but he cannot knock you out. Come on, is there somebody that's been knocked back, but you cannot be knocked out? Hallelujah. Perhaps you've been wounded, but you cannot be stopped. Oh my God, I feel this Holy Ghost power. There's a liberator in this place. Take the trumpet to your lips. The more pressure you're under, the more suffering you're enduring, the more difficult the go of it for you is, the more resonant the note that you play when you lift your voice and magnify God in prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. All they had to do to take the most formidable city in Canaan down was play a note on a horn. Hallelujah. Anybody that needs God to do something, that you're ready to step out from where you are and come up here and just lift your voice like a trumpet. Do you need healing from a sickness? Come and lift your voice. Are you looking for employment? Come and magnify the Lord Jesus. Are you under a strain? Come and let the Lord set you free by the power of the Holy Ghost. There's freedom and victory and liberty and power in this place this morning. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. How about, how about the city of Charlotte? How about the United States of America? How about this fiendish cold wave of, of, of wickedness trying to lay claim to the next generation? How about we say, we've had about enough. How about we say, Satan, you're not gonna indoctrinate our children. You're not gonna destroy the next generation. We want our stuff back. Oh, come on, let's have a group. Yeah, those of you that will claim revival in Charlotte, in North Carolina, in America, around the world. Oh, hallelujah. Our God is a man of war. Our God is the King of glory. Hallelujah, and he's able. Lift your voice right now and shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph, and he's bringing you the victory. There's room up here at the altar if you need a victory. Thank you for listening to First Church Charlotte. If this podcast has blessed you, please rate it with four or five stars. By doing so, you'll help others find our free podcast and bless them. If you're in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, come worship with us at 4929 North Sharon Amity Road. For information about service times, church ministries, and so much more, visit us online at firstchurchclt.com. If you would like to help support our efforts, please text GIVE to 704-445-5353. We pray God's richest blessings to you. Come worship with us.